0: Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone, today I'm joined with Christina the medium. Yes, she is my friend that I've had for so long. And I've had her on my podcast a lot of times because guys, she's so knowledgeable. She can talk to her guides, I email her or I message her and talk about all kinds of things. And I thought, you know, I may as well just start sharing some more of the things that I keep asking about. So Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you so
1: much, Leslie. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yes,
0: I love you. We talk all the time. Like I said, whether you love it or not, and I think you do, I think we all love it. But guys, I am having Christina on today because we're gonna talk about timelines and pretty much anything else that comes up along the way. So <laughs> <laughs> So what we're gonna talk about though, I always hear on TikTok or anywhere else manifestations you know, timelines, jumping timelines. And this is what I know. And then Christina is going to kind of hop on and tell me what is true and what is not true. And what are guides kind of say, as I know it, timelines are a linear string of past and future events that have already occurred. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. So do I get it? Yes. Do I get it? No. Uh (laughs) No. So but is it a manifesting thing? Is it a a perception thing? Is it something that you want so badly, but you let it go? And that's the magic? What what can you explain it better than I am?
1: So this is my understanding of timelines. So think of timelines as If anybody kind of grew up back in like the 80s and early 90s, y'all probably remember those adventure books that you could get back in the day. Basically, like in those books, you would get to the end of chapter and it would say, "Okay, if you want Tim to walk into the cave, go to chapter three. But if you just want him to walk into the woods, stay on this chapter and go into chapter two.
0: Great analogy. Okay. Yeah. It's very similar to that
1: they've said. They say because free will is still at play for every person that's in the earth plane, basically, each choice that we make will basically propel us into a different timeline based on the vibration of that choice that we made, based on how that choice kind of plays out for us. Um, But that's my understanding of timelines, basically. It can kind of change and be altered, again, based on the, the choices that we make as well as also kind of what we mentally focus on during that yeah. time as well.
0: So is it fair to say, Christina, that we're constantly jumping timelines?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, okay. So that makes sense because in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong, it's almost like a perception, like if you think you're going to have a crappy day, you kind of are unless you decide not to. And either way has happened already. You just hop on that. Okay, you just hop on that timeline. Okay, that's sure. that was my thing because, you know, it seems a lot more complicated than it is. And if you look at the grand scheme of things, you're like, but how is this possible? Don't we all just have a path and we just stay on it? And we just, you know, we're born, we have our families, and we live our lives, and then we die. I mean, but I think life is so much more than that. And is it because that's how it kind of is on the other side, too? I believe so. Yes. Now,
1: my understanding about the other side, like you can basically manifest things instantly while you're over there. So if you can think it, you will create it instantly. Whereas it takes us longer to basically manifest our thought processes here.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But so like, also, what if, like, let's say I'm in the shower and I'm like, you know, I am going to get out of the shower the healthiest I've ever been. And I'm just going to embrace that. And then I'm just going to let it go and let it be. Um, Is that kind of the magic of doing that? So
1: I think what you're referencing is like quantum jumping. Um, I think, yeah. So it's referenced a lot on TikTok and just the spiritual community in general, um, where there's this perception that you can kind of like do basically like a shower meditation. You go into the shower, you set your intentions, and then you visualize basically jumping into that higher timeline for yourself. And I think that that's very powerful. However, I think that there's a slight caveat to that, at least from what my guides have showed me. Okay. I think that in the spiritual community, a lot of folks think that if you just decide to do something, then your mind will create it without you having to mentally focus on that. Whereas I believe that not only do we have to decide in our mind what, you know, particular things we want to come to fruition in our life. But we have to also put forward action into that as well. Mm -hmm. So we can't just decide, hey, I want to be a millionaire and then just sit on our rears the whole time. You know what I mean? (laughs) We have to make forward action to be able to make that particular manifestation come to fruition for ourselves. So there's a little bit of our efforts kind of put into that laced with also, you know, deciding, setting our intentions and then basically, you know, imagining that that comes to fruition for ourselves that kind of all plays into the law of attraction.
0: Gotcha. No, that makes total sense. Because yeah, you can't just decide, I want a million dollars, or I just want, you know, money to pay off my loans, or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, you still don't save, you still don't, you still live the right. way you live. Right. Yeah, no, right. That totally makes sense. And you know, honestly, it's just a change of lifestyle, but that's with anything. So yes, we're calling it a timeline, but it's still the path that you take. Right. Right.
1: I think also, like, this is another thing to remember about timelines. Um, For anybody that's on social media a ton, especially TikTok, you probably see there's a lot of psychic mediums that do like doomsday predictions on TikTok. There's a ton of fear that kind of circulates around those doomsday predictions. But here's something interesting that my guides told me they said, Christina, you want to remember that there are lower timelines for everything that you could think of in the earth plane because there's always some catastrophe that could take place, right? right. So when these psychics are tuning in to those lower timelines, basically, they're just enmeshing their energy in that particular lower frequency, and that's how they start picking up on these particular predictions. But you have to remember As my guides have always said, again, there could be a catastrophe at every turn, you know, around us. And those things are always going to take place here in the earth plane. So whatever we as a collective consciousness focus our attention on is the timeline in which we will eventually hop onto. You can kind of think of timelines also as being like being on a a multi-lane highway, basically. When you merge onto that first lane, you're on, let's say, the 3D plane here on the earth plane. Right. And as you start to merge over into the HOV lane, you start to move with a little bit more, you know, pick up to your step. You're starting to gain some momentum because the frequency in which you are enmeshing yourself in is propelling you into these higher timelines.
0: Okay. Well, okay. That brings up a good point. So let's say you want to do that level up. Maybe that the big awakening that a lot of the people on earth are having right now. What about a spouse or a family member or, any loved one, how would they just come along with you and they would just kind of piggyback? How does that happen?
1: So I think that every partner that we have in this life, whether it be a friend or romantic partner, Mm -hmm. all of those people have agreed to kind of be on that particular part of the journey with us Mm -hmm. via our life chart and our soul contract when we were putting that together on the other side. So let's say that, you know, you have a spouse that is not going to awaken in this life. And that was a particular decision that they made over on the spirit side. They said, okay, Leslie, we're going to get married in this life, but I'm going to stay asleep and I'm going to wait, watch you basically wake up in this life. Mm. And that is going to affect me in different ways on either a small or a broad scale. Mm. And it might not be something that I ever express to you, but on a conscious and a subconscious level, you kind of helped me lift that small box off my consciousness by me just by proximity watching you wake up. So I believe that everything is for a reason in that sense. I think that even if our loved ones don't have the same spiritual awakening that we do, there still is this ripple effect that we create in some respect.
0: That is so perfectly explained, and I completely agree and get it with you. Wow, girl, you are so good, guys. This is why if you ever want a reading with Christina, guys, just book her now. Um, I think she's probably pretty booked out, but guys, uh, it's worth the wait if she is. So, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm just so blown away because it's so true. This is so true. I think a lot of people. You know, if it's true that we do have soul contracts, and I believe it's true, whoever you're with, whether they're in the same kind of a journey you're on awakening or not, if they're not, uh, the fact that they can still be with you and still maybe be asleep because they decided to do that to feel what it felt like to live a life like that. And I think a lot of people who have, you know, who have simple lives or people that are just not a lot of drama in their lives, they just, and you're like, well, there's just not a lot of purpose. And guess what? That is the purpose, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, it's interesting. I was actually talking to my guides about this a while back. We were talking basically about people that have these very like mundane lives. Yeah. You know, we have all had that friend that they seem to be like that lucky person. They always seem to have the most peaceful existence Mm -hmm. and things just seem to flow for them. I asked my guides, like, why do people have those particular lives specifically? Because it's like they don't learn a lot, or at least that would be my perception. When there's not a lot of difficulty, very often as humans, we don't learn as much, right? right? And they said, sometimes people have just come from an incarnation that was so difficult and so traumatic that they still wanted to jump into a new life. But they basically said, all right, I need a resting life on this coming particular incarnation. So they say, cool, all right, you're going to go in and everything is just going to be smooth sailing for you. You're still going to have lessons here or there, but it's not going to be like the previous incarnation. I, I try to remind myself of that when I see people, you know. Just having the most blissful experience. I'm like, you must have had
0: <laughs> yeah. a real hard time previously. Yeah. you know, and, and just people that maybe don't go anywhere a lot or just kind of hang out and just don't do a whole lot. You know, and you think, you know, because I know that I was put on this earth, especially this particular life. If, if this is all true and I do believe it, uh, I was put here or I decided to come down so that I could evolve. But I don't have to be this world traveler to do that. I don't have to be this person who's constantly on the move to do it. I'm such a homebody, especially in the last three years. Everyone knows why. And I always was a homebody, to be honest with you. That's my nature. Uh, But the fact that I have totally done a 180 on so many things that I believe now, and this podcast has really opened my eyes, uh, guys. I still have like this weird rash around my eyes. And I've talked to Christina about this. And I I wonder if it's because I'm, (laughs) it's my body awakening. I mean, because I've heard of other people who have had awakenings and um, their throat chakra or their throats were all tight. And the woman I interviewed who lost her child, but started channeling her, she had a whole throat issue because she was stuck in a religion where she couldn't express herself. And I do believe sometimes it physically can manifest itself. Do you agree?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. As my guides always say, our physical body keeps the score very often of either energetic trauma or especially if we're going through a spiritual awakening, very often our physical body will start to kind of attune to those higher frequencies. And when that happens, very often we'll feel like some physical side effects because of that.
0: Yeah, it's and it's just incredible. And you know, it's under control. It's fine. But you know, it's one of those things where I try to be grateful for it, as opposed to thinking it's some kind of nuisance or whatever, because at the end of the day, I'm still here, I'm still healthy, I'm still living my life, I'm still experiencing life. And, and able to talk to wonderful people like Christina or like Crystal or any of the people that I have on that are psychic and mediums that can come on and explain these things to me because it's so fascinating. And also, Christina, I was going to go back to timelines because, you know, on Earth, we have to have time here. We have a sunset. We have a sunrise. We have seasons. So it lends itself, obviously, with time. We have to. So to understand how timelines work or other time that doesn't exist maybe up, you know, in the heavens or whatever you want to call it. It's hard to understand that when there's no time there, but there is time here. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely.
1: So here's the way that I have been described what time is for us. Okay. And y'all know me, I love a good analogy. Yes. <laughs> it helps me to understand yes. it a little bit better. <laughs> so you want to think of time, my guides have always said, Time is not linear the way that we perceive it. Mm -hmm. Our human brains perceive time because that's the way that our brains are able to understand it. But on kind of a quantum level, because we live in a quantum field, basically, of energy, everything in time is happening and exists in the now. That's important. Mm. It all exists in the now. Einstein talked about this in his theory of relativity. He said that in space-time, everything exists in the now. So on some level, the five-year-old Christina is still having her fifth birthday. On some level, the 80-year-old Christina is hobbling to her bed to get in, you know, yeah. get ready for bed. So I asked them, I was like, I, I'm still having a hard time understanding how time can all exist at the same time, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: And they said, think of it this way. They gave me the analogy of a big hotel. They said, think of time as being this big hotel. And basically, when you get ready to jump into a human incarnation, it's like when we check in at the lobby down at the ground floor, right? We are given a key by one of the hotel attendants and they basically say, all right. You're on the fourth floor second door on the left that's your room for tonight right right so we get to pick that room you know when we do the booking for that hotel as we do here in the living you know we go online we pick the room that we want you know how many beds that we want in that room and we pick the hotel so after that little attendant gives us our key we go up to the particular floor that we're on and they said that every room in that hotel represents a particular year or a particular time period mm-hmm. so they said all right so for instance they showed me this visual of going up to the fourth floor of that hotel and when i got to my hotel room it said mm-hmm. the year 1800s on the door okay yeah, right. so i basically saw myself in 1800s clothing attire i opened that door and i walked quite literally into the 1800s time period But across the hallway was the 1600s. And I could see people lining up to basically walk through that door into the 1600s. I could see people across the hall also that were lining up to go into the 3000s of the years that are future from Mm. us. right? So the current year that we're living in now in 2022 is not the current time year that's existing in the now. From my understanding, there are future timelines and future years, basically, that people are existing in. So when we jump into an incarnation, we pick the time that we're going to be born in. And again, they just showed me that big analogy of a hotel. Right. We get our key. We go to the floor that we're assigned to and we jump into the particular year that we pick for ourselves. And that exists, you know, infinitely for as long as we decide to incarnate on the earth plane or on different dimensions for that matter.
0: Wow. And yet the hotel, the main process of it all is still remaining the same. Hence, it all happens at one time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. See, I love this. I love this. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know, when I think about this kind of stuff, I think about ghosts. And then I think, are they really ghosts? And I think they are too. But can they just be people hopping on different timelines and or just visiting? We've already talked about those kinds of things. I think there's a plethora of things that can happen that maybe we don't even know they can do. And we're just scratching the surface right now.
1: Absolutely. Well, this is something that my guides just dropped into my head. If anybody has seen like the pictures of the petroglyphs from Australia and Mm. different parts of our world, there are actual pictures painted on cave walls of what looks like an astronaut. Really? And Yeah, absolutely. I have seen different pictures of this that are similar, but basically like were they seeing future humans were they seeing an actual astronaut maybe from our time peeking into that dimension in that moment and that's what they were seeing.
0: Well, you know, that's that's the $1,000 question at this point. As you say, and as Crystal sometimes says, too, I think anything's possible. And if this kind of stuff, yeah, and if this kind of stuff happens, why wouldn't it? Because if it's all one circular motion of time, you know, like if I wanted to go back, if I die, I want to come back in King Henry the Eighth's time or come back in the 3000s. I'm still me and it's already there. But my thing is, if it's already existed, do we sometimes go back and see ourselves? Does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. So then that begs the question, like, do some of the ghost experiences that we have, was it really a different version of ourselves yeah. from a different life, from a different plane of existence, basically peeking in on ourselves. Absolutely. That could be a thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then we're getting into this like quantum physics or whatever. And you're just like, what?
1: <laughs> it's interesting. I heard a story years ago, there was a person that lived in a fraternity uh, building, basically, like they lived in this big frat house. And this person was cooking breakfast for themselves. And when he got ready to walk back up the steps of the frat house, he said that he saw a man that looked probably around his age. He was in his twenties. He was in a smoking jacket. That was very much so not of the time period. This was from like the nineties when he was living in that house. Home dude walked down the steps with a pipe with a smoking jacket on and they locked eyes with one another. Mm. And when they did, the ghost that he was seeing blinked, kind of shook his head a little bit, and then walked into the wall and disappeared. Wow. So, this guy did some digging. And when he looked into the old building structure of the house, back before the house had been remodeled, there used to be a door where that man basically walked into the wall right so was he seeing basically did that man basically walk into the 1800s when that particular man was alive and he walked into an old doorway basically so that begs the question are ghosts really ghosts or is it like the others basically that movie
0: No, I know. And that's the thing. That's what's so crazy about it. So yeah. So we're also going to talk about guys now that we talked about timelines, because I wanted to touch a few things with her uh, with Christina. So we're also going to talk about Mother Earth. Um, I was watching a YouTube, the Jeff Mara podcast, and he was interviewing someone who had a near death experience. And this woman was very disturbed by hers and not in a way where she was necessarily frightened, but it was disturbing. It was hard for her to talk about because it totally went against her religion as most do. But she also said that when she was there, they gave her a warning to tell everyone that mother earth is not necessarily fighting back. She's trying to cleanse the earth with all of the natural disasters that we may be seeing right now. Also, that the natural disasters, yes, it's global warming. Yes, things are happening within things that we're doing to it. But also, it's reflective of our mind state, our positive or negative mind state. And she feels every single one of us, if we're happy, if we're sad, if we're angry, if we're doing bad things to other people, or being the one that had the bad thing happen to them. She's feeling all of that. And it's all just building up and building up. And she said, you know, listen, I was brought up Catholic. And she said, the biggest message I can give to all of you is we're all one. Love is love, You know, all the things. And, you know, that's not something she ever was brought up with. And I totally understand that it frightened her and that it really challenged her faith. But what do you think about what she says about Mother Earth, Christina?
1: Absolutely. I totally agree. I think that, you know, something that I've heard from my own guides is, Very often, we don't jump right into a human life. Mm. Very often, in order to kind of progress up that ladder of spiritual learning, very often we incarnate as a part of Mother Earth, long before we ever, ever live a human life. So many of us have been trees here on the earth plane. Many of us have been flowers. Mm. Many of us have been rocks, have Mm. been a blade of grass. So we have kind of progressed up that food chain in terms of, uh, you know, consciousness. Right. So I think that's a part of it. I think we have all been connected with Mother Earth in some way from our past incarnations, but also in terms of Mother Earth just trying to cleanse herself, basically. Years ago, I got really wigged out about the tsunami that was in Japan. I think yes. it was in uh, 2011. I really wigged out about it, and I told my guides back then. I didn't really know that I was talking to them back then, but I basically said, you know, how does this happen? And they said, this is Mother Earth trying to basically recalibrate her energy in a big way. Yeah. They showed me volcanoes erupting, and they said this is another example of Mother Earth trying to recalibrate herself. This is an expulsion of energy, mm-hmm. basically, in order to maintain and reestablish balance within the earth plane. Right. So anytime you see these big major disasters happening, not only is it kind of a you know an after effect of global warming. But also usually it is threefold. It's global warming. It's Mother Earth trying to recalibrate herself. But it's also usually a representation of a large amount of negativity that is moving through that area and is being released
0: right and i i completely agree and when she said that i really resonated with it and i immediately got on facebook messenger and i was like recording my message to you going what do you think about this and this is what you said and you're like oh well let's talk about that on the podcast because i was blown away with her message and it really for some reason though guys it resonated with me because it, i feel like in my soul this is the truth this is really what's going on and we're not going to do this doomsday thing where Christina predicts, because honestly, the more energy we give it, the more it could happen. And I, I feel like if we just talk about the good things that might occur, the good things that and the positivity that in the future that could happen even just this year, uh, I'd like to focus on that more. So if we can just stay focused on positivity, loving everyone, giving everybody some grace, all the things that we've talked about in the past that Christina and I have done podcasts on. So We're not going to talk about doomsday, but are you feeling anything coming up? Because now that we know that Mother Earth might be kind of trying to cleanse herself and trying to change the energy of the world. And I'm telling you guys, I really feel like that I'm here to help bring some awareness to the world. I think that's kind of my calling now. Um, It may not have been always that. I had to have a family and I, I wanted to write books and all the things. But I feel like now this is my chance to help in any way I can. And if this is what I do, I will do this. So and whoever is listening, maybe, you know, think about your choices when you're driving and letting someone in instead of, you know, passing them really quickly, because they pissed you off or whatever, whatever it is, it's just those small things, it doesn't have to be anything massive. So, Christina, what do you think about, you know, what are your guides saying about what's kind of coming up in 2023?
1: I think 2023, probably, at least from what they're showing me now, there's going to be kind of a smorgasbord of a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot of different things going yeah. on. Um, I am seeing a lot of different like weather patterns, specifically mm-hmm. like, now we just came out of a winter storm, yes. but I would not be surprised if we get another one in some capacity. That's what they're showing me. I will say though, as I ask them about 2023, they say, what's really important to remember about 2023. Okay. Interesting. They said that something to kind of pose to yourself as a question throughout that year and in the coming years, how can I make the next best decision for myself Mm. and those around me? So in any now moment, whether it be a stressful moment, whether it be a sad moment, whether it be a happy moment, what's the next best decision that you can make for yourself that not only helps propel yourself forward in a positive way, but also the people around you. Mm, nice. Yes. And I can hear them saying, that's not to say that we should not still use our voice to assert our boundaries when that, you know, those different instances arise. Right. But I think what they're saying is how can we be the observer in stressful experiences as well as, you know, stressful life circumstances? How can we be the observer In order to just kind of take in what's happening and then once we have all the information make the next right decision for ourselves
0: i think that's really important i think it's very true and you know it is a choice and you know we're so attacked every day by bad news every single day there's something horrible that's happened and i'm not going to get into that everybody knows if you watch the news or listen to the news you know what i'm talking about But you know, I really think though, Christina, and anyone who's listening, I really think we can change that collectively. Even if it's just the people that listen to my podcast. Uh, We're recording this on December twenty seventh. It will come out January sixteenth Because I've got two ahead of you, Christina. I try to record in advance because of all the things going on in my life. Uh, This is something I love to do. I don't get paid for this. So I do it at my leisure. But I do think guys, if we all change one little thing every day, you know, open the door for someone. I know this is so small. I know it sounds like, well, that's just a given. Well, it isn't to some people. Some people are just so angry all the time. And if you were to change that perception of them by going, Hey, no, let me take that cart from you. You know, you don't have to put it back. I got it. And they're going to take your grocery cart. And then they take it. That happened to me the other day, and it was so cold. And guess what, I didn't have to walk it all the way across the parking lot. And that made my day, you know, it's that kind of stuff. It's it's almost like raising the vibration. Absolutely.
1: My guides are giving me like this analogy. They're saying that your mind is basically a garden. And whatever seeds you plant will be what grows, you know, within that space. Wow. So if you plant nothing but negativity within your mind, that is the crops that you will yield basically within your mind, you know, and granted guys, I get it. You know, it's not realistic to think that we will never have a negative thought that we will never be sad. I think that we're here to have a human experience bottom line. However, again, like what Leslie has said, our perception will become our reality. So what seeds can you plant within your mind in the coming year that will help yield beautiful plants for yes. the coming years to come.
0: Well, you know, and here's the deal, guys it's not like we all came here just to have a crap life. It's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be enlightening, it's supposed to be everything that you would ever want. It's supposed to be fantastic in some ways. Um, yes, you're gonna have obstacles, yes, you're gonna have issues with people. I even had them, I discussed them with Christina the other day, Uh, you know, and she's like, if she only knew you, this would never have happened. And you know, it's so true. And that's my whole point. Don't jump the gun. Don't just assume you know something about someone that maybe you thought you knew. Um, maybe think twice about saying unkind things. Uh, and not that you're doing that. It's just it's thinking unkind thoughts. I even try to stop myself even privately for thinking badly about someone and go, you know what, I send them all of my good thoughts. Because honestly, if I do it to them, then I'm doing it back to me because we're all collective. We're all one, I think.
1: Absolutely. And that brings up a good point. Really, Leslie is just a different version of me. I'm a different version of Leslie. We are all connected and all one. So if I hurt Leslie in some way, I'm really just hurting myself and vice versa. Yeah.
0: And I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but you know what, guys? This is my uh, podcast and you know I go there. No, but it totally makes sense. If you think about it, if we are all one as a collective and we're all learning for God, right? That's kind of how I think about it. And we're all here to to laugh and to love and to have heartache and to have good and bad things happen to us so we can evolve and we can learn further and come back and try again or maybe even become a guide because we've done it enough times. But yeah, that person that took my cart, helped me out so much that day and I know it was just a small thing, but it was really it just made my day and I know that sounds so weird that it was just that little thing, but it really was. And it's it's just those small things. Right. So, okay, tell me any more predictions, though. So if you have anything else you may want to talk about, like, we've already talked about natural disasters. Do you think anything's going to happen? And we don't have to get into politics. Do you think anything's going to happen maybe with the economy? The very
1: first thing I keep hearing, and again, you know, I don't mean to contribute to doomsday prophecies or anything like yeah, that. But yeah. I keep hearing the word Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia, 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 yeah, Russia. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure. And like, they're showing me specifically like Vladimir Putin. So I'm not sure. Oh, interesting. And I'm not sure if there's something going on with his health, um, but Mm -hmm. they just showed me health and Vladimir Putin. So I'm not sure if something is getting ready to come up that will be detrimental to his health. Mm -hmm. Perhaps his health is about to take a decline. I'm not sure. Um, But that's something that they're showing me. They're also showing me uh, President Zelensky from the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I get this feeling almost like, and again, I feel like, you know, that whole conflict is definitely still going on, but I feel like that will possibly ramp up in its intensity. Mm. And whatever is going on with Vladimir Putin's health, I'm not sure if he has some sort of terminal illness, but they're basically showing me like there's a possibility of him passing within the next year or two. So I feel like that is definitely something that could come to play in terms of the economy. (laughs) I can see my guide's basically saying that it's going to be kind of a slow boat to China. Yeah, yeah, right. So I feel like our economy might take a little bit of a dip over the next year or two. They're showing me basically uh, the economic recession of 2007 and 2008. I get the feeling like this might last a few more years, um, mm-hmm. but they're showing me basically like inflation starting to come down again. Oh, wow. So. Hopefully some of these prices will start to come down as well as gas prices is what they're showing me is going to start lowering again.
0: Well, gas prices actually are starting to lower. And by the way, guys, when she talks about the economy, this is global. This is not just because the U.S. is having a bad economy. The entire planet is having a global economy crisis right now. So uh, it's not just because of whatever administration, this is all over the world. And I just want to clarify that because I didn't even understand that until I really dug deep and was like, okay, this is happening everywhere. And so, you know, it's easy to play the blame game, but I just want everyone to understand that. So anything else you have? Let's see what they have to say.
1: They're also showing me a lot of water specifically. So I'm not sure if we've got some flooding coming our way. I'm not sure if sometimes water represents a lot of emotion for me. So I'm not sure if perhaps there's like a global kind of like purging or cleansing in terms of our emotions, Mm. specifically like in terms of shadow work. So I'm not, I'm not sure anytime they show me water, it could mean lots of different things. So let's pay attention to those things. Like, as I say that I hear them saying Focus your attention the best you can on, again, making the next best decision for yourself. Mm -hmm. And as well as how can you support Mother Earth in the most uplifting way? And how do we do that? If you don't recycle already, maybe start recycling. Um, If you perhaps have a car that is on its last leg that consumes fossil fuels, maybe consider getting an electric car. Something, you know, small, even though these are big decisions that we make on the earth plane, these play key roles into how Mother Earth continues to breathe in and out each day. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, even if it's a hybrid, anything at this point to help out. So, yeah, I agree. I've been recycling for years. And so yeah, absolutely recycled. And also guys, I'm going to have Christina back on because she grew up in the Appalachian Mountains. And I tell you what, I am so interested in some of the stories I hear about that. So get ready for that the next time I have her on. And in fact, if you want, maybe we can even cover some of it. What do you think, Christina?
1: Yeah, I had family that lived in uh, kind of the hills and hollers of Kentucky. And So I've heard some things over the years. (laughs)
0: Well, and it's funny because let's talk about it a little bit. What is the driving force? Is it something that's like a timeline slip there? Is there something going on where it's a portal to something? What do you you think about the Appalachian Mountains? I think
1: the Appalachian Mountains probably are a weak spot in the veil. I think Mm -hmm. that there's just a lot of nooks and crannies in Appalachia overall where... Critters can kind of hide. And when I say critters, I'm talking about animals that either we don't know exist because Mm -hmm. we've never had the capacity to explore every single inch of the Appalachian Trail, Appalachian Mountains. But also, could it also be like that there's some cryptids that also exist out there? And because, again, that land is so vast. That they have the ability to kind of mask and hide themselves because of how dense that area is. Oh, that's
0: and that's. and Thank you for correcting me. I meant to say Appalachian and I didn't, I said Appalachian, but whatever. I think you knew what I was talking about.
1: <laughs> There's different dialects, but one thing to remember, at least from what I've heard from folks that live in Appalachia, they know either where you are or like where you live in terms of your dialect, um, in terms of how you say Appalachia. So they would know, okay, homegirl lives up the hill because she pronounces it this way. Whereas if people say, yeah, whereas if people say Appalachia, very often they thought you were a Fed, that you were basically a member of the government.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. See, I'm neither of those. Um, But yeah, (laughs) but no, what we'll do is, because it's getting, you know, I know you have to go, but what we'll do is that's just a taste. And guys, we're going to talk about it because I've heard some fantastic stories, just a crazy, incredible. And, you know, heck, she lived there. And she has history there. So uh, I was like, we have to do a podcast on that. And so we're going to do that the next time she comes on. We'll probably do it in a month or so. And uh, Christina, tell everyone where they can find you and anything else you'd like to end this uh, podcast with.
1: Absolutely. You can find me at ChristinaTheMedium.com. I'm also on TikTok. My handle is ChristinaTheMedium, as well as Instagram, same handle. You can also find me on YouTube at The Rainbow Veil. Vale. I have Reiki by Proxy Sessions. Yeah. Other than that, y'all, just make the next right decision for yourself as we head and jump into this beautiful
0: new year ahead of us. You know, and you know, you're going to hear all these doom and glooms, and guys, don't think of it that way. Think of it differently. You really can affect people with your actions and your thoughts. So um, just keep that in mind. And hey, Christina, thanks again for being on my podcast. You're always a delight.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Leslie.